tell me that you went home and swiped a ball that was signed by Babe Ruth, and you brought it out here and actually played with it and actually played with it? Yeah! Are you one of those people that has to know how much the Babe Ruth ball is actually worth? I was going to bring it back, but it was signed by Babe Ruth! Yeah, you keep telling me that. Who is she? We'll keep it right here, because today is your lucky day. The Sultan of Clouds. King of Crap. The Colossus of Clouds. The Colossus of Clouds. It's time for Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan, sponsored by ERC Delivery and Huggins and Scott Auctions. The Great Bambino! Happy Saturday morning. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemeni of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions, and our producer Jake Cantu. We're on till 8. We'll be joined around 720 by Nancy Huggins and John Bulldog Drummond for some tall tales in this week's episode <laughs> of Witch Editire. Vince Clemente, our man in the corridor, is back this week. Yes. And Vince, you yes. scored some packs. I got an yes. email. Now, let me explain. I got an You know, I have the Gmail. I tell people to contact me. They always send me questions and pictures of different cards and stuff. Well, I had a question about sending some packs for you from a business. And I was like, sure. So they showed up last night, FedEx. It was something I'm not sure. Do you have a business, T-U-N-H or something like that, that you deal with? Or T-U-N-H. Yeah, they might be calling today during the show. But I said if they want to call in, you know, to promote their business, go ahead. We'll give them a few minutes. But meanwhile, now the wrappers can be flying. But you're only going to do, there's three packs, one for each segment, and you're going to do one at a time? Or, I don't well, know. In my 50-plus years on this earth, this is the longest that unpacked cards have been sitting oh, in my presence un, unopened. I mean, they're just they're unopened. This is tough okay. for me, Tom. Vince has his own seat in the corridor, and next to him, he pulled up another chair for his buddies, the three packs. <laughs> yeah, they're seated comfortably right now. <laughs> so We'll they see are. what happens. Hopefully, you get something good during the day. <laughs> Sounds good. From Sounds now. good. <laughs> now, T Crown Tom is my Twitter ID, so you can tweet pictures of items if you want or questions. And we already got a question tweeted, and this is a good one because I just picked up some of these cards this week and sent them to Huggins and Scott, so we can tie that in with that. John A.B. said, good morning. I have quite a few 50s to 60s Mantle and Maze cards in probably VG condition. Are these worth grading? Well, Bill, to me, especially the 50s, why not get them graded if you can do, if you like SGC and they're only 30 bucks a card or so, or if you get when PSA has a deal of $50. Some of the 60s ones, it might not be as worth it, but to me, if if that's what you collect and and your idea is you're going to keep them, but after you die or whatever, it, it's a lot easier for your family to sell them if they're already graded. And those guys, there's always going to be a demand for. Now, what's your take on that, Bill? Well, I it kind of really depends, Tom, on which card and what we think it'll grade. I mean, any mantle from 56 on down, really 56, Seven on down that would grade a oh it has a good shot at a three would be worth sending in um you know when you start getting past that i probably need like 
fours or maybe even a five once you get into the mid sixties and stuff. So it, it really depends on, on on which card it is and what it'll grade it. But most mantles, if they're clean, yes, we get them graded. And even some mazes and errands, if you get back into fifties ones of those. Yeah. See, like uh, for me personally, I collect those guys and I like to get them already graded and they don't have to be high grade as long as they look good to me. So did I tell you what lot we have in this coming auction? I don't know if you've seen it yet. I think it's been entered. I got it in, in uh, Pittsburgh. It's a run of mantles from 53 to 69. It's all his regular issue cards and they're all graded PSA one. Yeah, see that now. There's that's going to do real well, I bet, because there's guy. There are, I mean, there's the the big publicity and the big money goes with the high grades of these guys. But there's guys like me, a lot of them out there that want to know it's it's not a tampered with card, or if it is, it's if it's graded authentic, fine, whatever. But they want to know it's a real card when they're buying it, so it's already been looked at. And then you know you're paying a le- what the price is when it's already graded. It kind of slots. Like I don't really want Joe from Tupelo saying this is X mint condition. You know what I mean? I, who's, yeah. How does he know? So I, I yeah, no, like- I think that I think that lot's gonna. I think we started that lot at like five hundred dollars. I mean that lot's Ooh, gonna get boy. lots and lots of bids. You know, so that, that's gonna that, be a full lot. So you're not gonna individualize. No, it's one lot. It's it's 69. That'll be fun to watch and see how this goes. Now, I picked up a collection this week that had mostly 54 through 56 cards. I think, Bill, you got these yesterday, and it had 54 Bowman, Baron, Mays. Oh, yeah. I I called that guy yesterday. Yeah. Now, he said something. It sounded like you were sending maybe 11 of his cards in for great. Yeah, I sent in like 11 of them. And then I made made one lot of of, uh, the rest of the, the lot. It's like 52 or 54 54 through 6 was the most. Yeah. And there was. Yeah. Go ahead. No, that that was it. I talked to the gentleman yesterday. Yeah, so there were like two from fifty six tops. There were two Ted Williams, two Clemenes, two Colfax. Uh, yeah, two we Jackie Robinson. We, we put one in each in the lot, the lesser one, and we sent the nicer one of the ones that there were oh, duplicates cool. to get in for grading. Oh, that'll be a nice lot. The, I think this was the gentleman had some stuff from the from 58 on up and stuff and wasn't much, but I think yeah. we're going to send that back to him. So it just okay. didn't fit in with this lot. So Yeah. And, but, but he, he had an that one really, that one really good lot should get a couple thousand dollars or more easily. And then once the cards get back from great, I think he had a 54 Aaron, if I'm not mistaken. He had a, an Aaron rookie 54, a, a nice Colfax rookie. Colfax was, rookie, yeah. That was nice. A Killebrew rookie, a K-line rookie. There was some nice Ted Williams, some mantles mixed in there. So, yeah, that was a good collection. 
So it'll yeah. be interesting to see how he does. He was a good guy, too, so right. hopefully it does well for him. Well, well Vince, you got to open up one of your packs now. <laughs> yeah, whenever whenever you guys are ready, I oh, think okay. I'll, uh, I'll do that. I thought, <laughs> I thought you would already, if there was gum, I you'd was, have been chewing it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to at least give you the opportunity to yeah. tell me when to do it. So, um, Well, if you get anything good, let us know. Which, one, which sport did you open? There were, I went right for the baseball, right for a baseball. Okay, I, I did hit a black uh Colin Moran number to seventy one. It's not an auto oh, but those so are hard seems to, to get. be the the, the yeah. nicest card of the bunch. So I'll take that's that a, and thank you to the company who sent them in. Keep, that's keep all right. Re- <laughs> that's regular tops, right? That you yes, got regular that? tops. Yeah, those yeah, blacks are hard to get. That's a good yeah, they are. that's a good hit yep. out of that. Now if he could all just right. hit a bunch Vince, of home you runs don't, and you make, don't recognize the name of the company? <laughs> I went right for the pack. I did recognize the name, uh, Bill. <laughs> Been staring okay. at it for the last ten minutes. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't. You don't know what it is. Oh no, it's Tops. Tops. The name no, the no, no, no. The the company, oh. the T U N H. T U N H. No, no, no. Okay. No, I haven't well, heard of them. Hopefully, Bill, they call in or send an the... email. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Vince can thank them. I but thought he was they... talking about me not knowing the Topps company since <laughs> oh. I opened the pack so quickly. <laughs> thought he was making a joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> okay, well, back to the show here. What else do we have to talk about? I got an uh, email from a customer with a collection. He had... 58 and 59 Aaron and Mantles, and he had a 59, he had Musial, Mays, Spahn, Matthews, Frank Robinson, Brooks Robinson, Drysdale, and Clemente. And I'm thinking, okay, this is a good collection. Just with that, he's got some more cards to go with it. So I'll be meeting him to send those in. But that made me think, now all this Mantle stuff, Bill, did you ever get that other 52 tops mantle back yet, or did you hear what the grade on that rookie w- was from, I think, PSA you sent it to? Oh. We had the oh, one gosh. that we got a one back, and then you sent in the other one, and it yeah. was coming. Yeah. I guess you haven't heard I, on that I one don't yet. remember. I don't remember if Randy told me what it graded. Okay, very good. We'll we'll be finding out hopefully this week because I think oh, you, for sure. usually they get those back to you pretty quick, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. They charge the you enough yeah. for them; they should get them back to you quickly. You would think, sure. right? Yeah. <laughs> so, also in for the summer auction. Now, if you have an item you want to call us about, the numbers three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you have something that you think might be valuable or worth talking about, or you can tweet the question like this gentleman did to my Twitter, T crown, Tom at T crown, Tom, and I'll see it. Or you can send a picture and that always works, but also in now for the uh, summer auction, a group of PSA graded 1959 Fleer Ted Williams cards uh, there's 31 total. I think they were all PSA 7s and PSA 8s, if I remember right. So that's pretty good grades on that group. If you're trying to put together that whole set and you like them graded, that, that'll be a real nice group of those things. There's a 52 tops. We've had, we know there's going to be two mantle rookies at least in 
the auction. There's a Jackie Robinson, which is Mantle's number 311, uh, uh, short print high number. Jackie's number 312, a PSA 3 with a $2,500 minimum bid. There's a Wayne Gretzky, 1979 Opeachy rookie. Beckett Vintage grading 3.5 with a 250 minimum bid. The Gretzky Opeachy is typically worth more than the Topps rookie by, by a pretty good amount for for similar grades. And then this would be a neat one. I, boy, I've had a couple of these over the years and never held on to one. But a 1986-87 Fleer basketball, 132-card set with a PSA 7 Jordan rookie card number 157. That has a $2,500 minimum bid. Bill, it seems like that the basketball, like the Jordan and LeBron and all that stuff, that a, a year and a half ago went to insane prices, high prices, have really slowed down, but they're still more than they were like five years ago. It just went, oh. it got, it was crazy there for a while. Yeah, it, was. it kind of come back down to earth a little bit. but uh, Yeah, it's down to earth, but still in a higher atmosphere than, say, four or five years ago. So the pandemic if you, if you, effect. Yeah. So if you, you had know, Tom, some, we have another 52 mantle in this auction. Okay. It was sent in by another consigner. It has all the borders trimmed off it. So oh. all the white borders are gone. We sent it to both PSA and SGC just to get them to encapsulate it. And they said they don't really have a holder for it. They didn't. Re- we just wanted it authentic and everything. Yeah, and right. they did not encapsulate it. So, uh-huh. But it's 100% legitimate. It just has no border. I actually have 59... 59- Kofax and Clemente cards like that that I kept. And th- when I, I called the SGC or I sent them an email with a picture of it, and I said, will you guys put this in a holder just with an authentic? Because I liked the cards, even with the all cut up. It was part of a collection I bought, and there were a few where they had done that. And they said, oh, yeah, send it in. I sent it in. They sent it back. Can't holder it. So it's like, oh, right. well, thanks. I'm glad I asked. Well, we're, gonna, yep. we're still going to run that mantle in this auction. Oh, yeah. It'll still opening, get some. What's your bid? It, it's got an opening bid of $500. Yeah, it'll, that'll do pretty well, I bet. I mean, there's people that, like I say, there's, there's a lot of collectors out there that condition isn't, it, it, I mean, it's, it's nice, but. They want the card, and they yep. want it, you know, and if you you have a fairly limited budget, some of these cards you just can't get in the higher grades. So there's a lot of people I bet will bid on that one or at least be looking at it to see where it goes. Now, here's well, something else. the guy who wins the 53 to 69 run, if he buys that one, he's got the whole run. Yeah, that's there right. Or we, <laughs> we have a one in there already, a PSA 1 graded. Mantle 52 tops rookie. Yeah, that that one. And I think the one we sent might be higher than a one. I think it, it should be. If, if nothing else, it's a higher-end one. But yeah. both of those do really good. So it, it'll be interesting to see how all three of those go. I got an email. Th- these are hotter now, too. 
George actually caddied for Butch Harmon at the 1970 Western Open, which I thought was, that's kind of neat. I, I sent him an email back. I go, well, Butch Harmon, then everything he learned from you on that day, he taught to Tiger <laughs> and Phil when he was coaching them. Great but he kid. also, he has low grade, but the ticket stubs to the 1979 Final Four the Saturday, which I think was March 24th, and the Monday, March 26th, which was the Saturday was when DePaul and Mark Aguirre lost to Larry Bird Larry in a Bird, close Indiana game. State, yeah. And then the Monday is the Larry Bird Magic Final. So, Bill, now, over the last couple of years, that ticket has to have really moved up in value, you would think. Oh, 100%. Yeah, no, those would be great tickets for sure. Yeah. Did you send them in already? Or? No, I don't know if he's going to, but I, oh, I did okay. tell him that, that he had checked a, a couple years ago about them, and they were, you know, a few hundred bucks. And I think he was like, yeah, just hang on to them. But I said, you know, those probably are quite a bit higher yeah. now. I haven't seen any that have run recently, but I think those could be thousands now. I mean, yeah, no, really. I'll tell you, we, we've been, Tom, we've been getting lots and lots of tickets. Randy even made a comment to me yesterday or the day before that he is now considering himself one of the foremost authorities on tickets with all the freaking research he's done yeah, in bet. the past <laughs> year to two years on tickets, you know, so. It's amazing how that market compared to three, four years ago before COVID, that was really they were kind of neat and some tickets did well, but nothing like what they've been doing. That market really took off. And I really like the way PSA puts on the holder, the highlight from that ticket. Whereas like yeah. one, one of them you have in, I think it's in for the summer auction. It's a Brooklyn Dodgers world ticket stub. It's a lot of two, from 1955 World Series Game 4 and 56 Game 7, that 56 Game 7 was Jackie Robinson's last game. Wow. So, I mean, that that's kind of big, you know? Absolutely. And the yep. Brooklyn Dodgers won, finally won the 55 World Series. They finally beat the Yankees, partially probably because Mantle was was had a nagging injury and only played, I think, in three of the games. But still, the Dodgers beat the Yankees in that series, and finally Brooklyn got their their world championship. So that's a that should be interesting how those tickets do, Bill. Oh, absolutely. No, we've got uh, quite a big ticket collector audience that we have cultivated here in the last couple years. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it seems like whenever there's six-figure tickets – that makes the the audience stand up and take notice. You For know? sure, yep. <laughs> and so that if anybody out there has Jordan's first Bulls game ticket stub, don't throw it out. Contact <laughs> Tom at t crown Tom at gmail dot com or, with or a stop by on a Saturday to Naperville Park District. Yeah, We're right, here. right. Bring it on over, <laughs> right. We can send that in for you. The sure. last one we sent in, I think. One went for a hundred eight thousand or something, and one went for like sixty thousand. So very nice. Yeah, those are huge. I, right now, people are like, "Oh my! I think I got that <laughs> ticket somewhere." Digging, uh, digging through stuff. Well, it's time for a short break now. After the break, we'll be joined by the unbeatable Nancy Huggins, 
and the Chicago Journalism Hall of Famer John Bulldog Drummond for this week's episode of Which Ended Higher. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Sponsored by ERCDelivery.com and Huggins and Scott Auctions on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemente of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions, and our producer Jake Cantu. We'll be joined now by Chicago journalism John Bulldog Drummond and the unbeatable Nancy <laughs> Huggins, yes. You're still laughing, huh, Ben? Always, always, man. So, Nancy Huggins, have you been up to anything unusual lately? Uh, Well, I I get into a little mischief here and there. (laughs) What is the next pack that he opens? Yes. And, well, and they're fit. opened already. All of them are. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. All of them okay. couldn't wait, huh? Yeah, yes, he couldn't. Yes, and I couldn't. Now, Nancy has an interest in this. <laughs> T-U-N-H, Vince, does that ring a bell at all? T-U-N-H. Nancy, Vince, the man now, in the corner Vince, came. Vince, if you take those four letters <laughs> and you put a period between each four letters, does it look any different? The unbeatable Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that great? Oh, thank you very much, Nancy. Thank you. And now I get the joke. I got it. Yeah, okay. Vince comes in at the break from the corridor and he goes, now, do you have that email? I want to send like a note to the the company that sent it. I go, I think we're hearing from them. UNH, that's great. (laughs) So that was nice of you, Nancy. If you have a business you want to promote. Nancy, you can promote that business now for sending those in. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Okay, very good. So let's get right on to which edit higher. Vince, anything good out of the past? Hey, I got a short print, clear shots. Uh, Lamar Jackson, a clear. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty nice. So, okay, very very good. All right, very good. And now it's on to which ended higher. Pick a number between one and five. John Bulldog Drummond, do you want to take one out, or do you want to keep all five in this week? Love the jungle. Let's take all five of them. Keep all, them right. all right. All right. <laughs> now, did he, um, did he say take them all out? Leave them all in. Okay. Now, Vince, you may not know this, but our man, our producer, Jake Cantu, got it right. Nice. And they won the Kobe rookie card. So nice. Jake, Very good. Hopefully you got that. The Kobe rookie got sent out this week. So. Yes, I did pick that up yesterday. Now, I will send a tweet out to our listeners to show it. So thank you guys for sending that. And it's pretty cool in person. It's, yeah, yeah, it's well a cool done. card. Yeah. Now, that company was new for grading cards last year. And they've changed the look of their label, but it's a legitimate grading company, CSG. They've done CGC comic books and magazines. They've graded for years, and they have now a black label, and they changed a little bit in their grading. But it's a cool-looking, real clean holder. It makes the card look good in it. So that's a good one to keep, Jake, if you want to keep it long-term. I mean, a Kobe rookie, to give you an idea what can happen with that, 
I had a Jordan rookie PSA 7 when I first started doing this radio show. It was actually 20 years ago. And I got on for maybe 15 weeks in a half hour on Saturday mornings by myself. And I didn't really know what I was doing. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to give away something good and have people, maybe people will call in. And then at the end of the time, I'll give them away. So I, I gave away a PSA 7 Jordan rookie, which at the wow. time was $300 with a lot at the time. But at the peak, that was going four or 5000 I don't know what's it's down now from that. But it's like wow. things can take off, you know, on those big name rookie cards. And it, what it turned out. The phone lines were were yep, full yep. Every, the whole half hour every week because people wanted in on the Jordan rookies. So. Well, your generosity, Tom, has brought all that back to you and more. So that's because oh, of your yeah. generosity. Yeah, I, so. I have no yep. no regrets. It was fun. The show's been fun over the years, and who knows what it's brought back. Okay, well, anyway, let's get to the items now. First item, 1963 Fleer Football Complete 88-card set. It's AFL players in it. It's called Sharp, so it's a nice set. Keys in this, Lance Allworth and Len Dawson rookies. I'd like to have a Len Dawson rookie. Next item, 1963 Tops Pete Rose rookie card, number 537, graded SGC 6 on a scale of 1 to 10. Next item, another set, a 1970 t- 1975 Topps Baseball Complete 660 Card Set L- Ultra Sharp. This one must have really been nice. Brett Yount, Jim Rice, and Gary Carter rookies in that set. Next item, Peyton Manning 1998 Topps Chrome Rookie Refractor Card PSA 9. So a refractor is basically a shorter print of the regular card. Topps finest became and chrome their refractors became pretty hot cards and then and the what last year was, what, what year 98 okay. the peyton manning chrome rookie is 1998 yes and then the last item wayne gretzky 1979-80 tops rookie card number 18 psa 7 so Let's start off with John Bulldog Drummond. Do you have a favorite in that group that and might I'm be going the stretch highest? Straw. I started off last week, so all those uh, coyotes <laughs> around you can figure out what not to take. But I, <laughs> I, I noticed one thing. Those rookie cards are the hot, uh, hot items. And I'm going to go with baseball, even though Gretzky did very well the last, well, last time around. But I'm going to go with Pete Rose if you have his rookie card that I like. Okay, John Drummond is going with the Pete Rose SGC6 rookie card. Our next pick is by Vince Clemente. I'm going to go with the set, 75 set, which actually I opened up a bunch of those packs when I was about 11 years old. So I'm going with the 75 tops. Yeah, that was right in my wheelhouse as a kid. No. (laughs) My dad, I think, sold them in a garage sale. So. Uh. Okay. Uh, but uh, that's okay. I forgave him a long time ago. I yeah. had therapy, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> I bet you had. But, I bet you had pretty good wear on those cards. I no could doubt see about a, it. A yep. young Vince Clemente playing with those baseball <laughs> cards a lot back then. For sure. For okay, sure. Okay, so Vince is taking that. Now we go to the unbeatable Nancy Huggins T U N A. Nancy, what's your pick? I don't know. It, it might. It might be beatable now. Yeah, I, I um, guess the unbeatable, this might be the last of that. I said as long as you're... you're well, I hope not. 
I'm yeah. going go with Gretzky. Okay, Nancy's going with the Gretzky PSA 7. And now, the the reigning champion, Jake Cantu. What's your pick? See, I was going to go with a couple. I, I wanted to go Gretzky, but I'm going to go. Maybe this is another good sign. The Payne Manny refracted 1998 card. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe we should have taken one out. <laughs> it's kind of amazing how this can happen with five items and four people picking. Nobody picked the number one item. Wow. Yeah, well, but... actually, actually, Bill did. Oh, Bill did. Okay. Bill gets a, a hearty handshake and a pat on the back next time we see him. <laughs> okay, here's the pricing on the items. The, now, these were all good items, so yeah. the pricing's good. The lowest price was 1700 for Wayne Gretzky, 1979 Topps Rookie PSA 7. Right, Second so lowest. There you go, the beatable. Yeah, I think, I think it's <laughs> no, she's just still unbeatable. Nope, nope. She's still unbeatable. <laughs> okay. Until I got she back. loses at the end of the year, it's still the unbeatable. And I, I still like her odds. Okay. <laughs> Next lowest was eighteen hundred for the Peyton Manning nineteen ninety eight Topps Chrome Rookie Refractor. Not a bad price, but not the highest. Next lowest John Drummond nineteen hundred dollars for the SGC six Pete All Rose right, Rookie yeah. Card. Second, second again, <laughs> second best Vince. You did it again. <laughs> The yep. 75 tops baseball with all those good rookies in it, 2700. And who would have thunk it? None of us. The 1963 Fleer football complete 88 card set, AFL players with the Dawson and Allworth rookies. Mr. Drummond, any of these bring up stories to you? Any of these players or that we've been talking about today? It certainly does with Len Dawson, which is a story in itself that shows it could be not just athletics, but any field. If you don't do well at first, keep trying, and you might score eventually. And that's what happened to Dawson. He played at Purdue. I saw him play under Jack Molenkoff. He was a good Big Ten quarterback, not a bomber. He didn't throw the ball down a mile like Daryl LaMonica or Brett Favre or guys like that. But he was—he was, he was a, didn't throw many interceptions. He was a good field general. He, by the way, on that team was a guy named Lamar Lundy, who later you may remember was a great defensive end with the Los Angeles Rams. But when it came down to the pro games, uh, Len wanted Len Dawson wanted to play pro football. He was picked by the Browns, but he was sort of a third man there for a while behind Mill Plum and uh, I think Tommy O'Connell was the other guy. And so he wasn't making any progress, and basically the Browns let him go. And to make a long story short, along came the American Football League. The AFL. And uh, there was a Dallas team called the Dallas Texans by Lamar Hunt on that team. And, but they uh, we didn't want to stay in Dallas very long because who was the competition there? The Cowboys were entrenched down there. So they moved to Kansas City. And one of the things they did, they brought in Len Dawson. And Len Dawson led them to two Super Bowls. He uh, it was unfortunately the first one for for the Chiefs. They got murdered by the uh, Packers about, about in L.A. in 1967. But they made the Super Bowl. And uh, they came back three years later. But Dawson was the type of guy, hey, we got beat bad once. That's not going to happen now. And who did they play? have to play? The Minnesota Vikings with the yeah. Purple People Eaters, as they call that defensive line of theirs. And the experts were saying, hey, 
Uh, granted that uh, the Jets beat the uh, Baltimore Colts, but that was an aberration. This is going to be murder. Nobody's going to beat that Minnesota team, least of all Kansas City. And lo and behold, what happened? The Chiefs won that game decisively, 23-7. to and uh, Dawson continued to play at Kansas City. He set all the records locally there. He'll probably be beaten by Mahomes, most pa- passing yards, uh, 237 touchdown passes, things like that. So he stayed on there and became sort of an icon in Kansas City. And when he retired, which was I think was 1975 or so, he became a sportscaster at one of the Kansas City radio stations. And I think he also did uh, not play-by-play, but analysis on some of the Kansas City football games on television. One other you, point you know, before John, Dale. There's, John, there's a unique thing about Glenn Dawson that I don't even know if you're aware of. And I, I, I mentioned this to him when I saw him at the show. You know, he is the seventh son of the seventh son. Really? No, I really? never did yeah. that. Wow. In the Bible, different. you know, in the Bible, that is like, you are blessed for life, you know. Not well, I can't really give any biblical advice, but I can maybe say something. <laughs> because the coach, coach on that Kansas City team was Hank Stram, who was from Gary, Indiana, and also played at Purdue. But this is something for you, you young fellows to hang with the singles bar crowd and hang around like that and want to score. Uh, that uh, he had a bad rug. I remember that people would say his hairpiece was bad. And what a bad rug he's got, and that turned off a lot of people, particularly young ladies, with Hank Stram's thing. So the moral of this story there was: make sure your rug is a good one when you go out. <laughs> now, here's something interesting that I I did a little research on. Okay, Super Bowl four. This was actually a big win because the upset by Namath in three, people still thought, okay, the Vikings will probably kill That's them correct. and so sure forth. Did. Well, that so coming on, you know, back to back, that was big. Cost of a 30 second commercial for Super Bowl four was $78,000. So here's my question. In 1970, $78,000 has the same buying power as how much now? Okay. Anybody want to venture? I'll say 500,000. Okay. That's what I would have gone with. Okay, you're both around 500,000. Anybody else want to venture a guess on that one? I'll say a million. Okay. <laughs> I did like it. I want to say like 2.5 million or something. Oh boy. Okay. We're all over the board on this one. Well, Whoa. it's 581,000. Uh, ah, right. Pretty close. $198.51. I was close. I think John and I should get something for that, you know. <laughs> okay. I think you place. should. Yeah. I think you should. I'm going to I would have to bring some. Maybe I'll find another pack. <laughs> yeah, they, they can split good. the 51 cents, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm thinking, do that. okay, if that's 581000 in today's dollars, maybe that caught up to what a Super Bowl commercial ad really costs now for 30 seconds. You know what it is? No. For, it's over for a million, the last isn't it? Super Bowl, it's got to be over a million. 6.5 to $7 wow. million per 30-second ad during the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. That's, that's some big-time money, man. Oh. So anyway, that was sort of, and that was sort of an interesting an interesting sure, I like doing that sure. thing with the money anyway, but that was like, wow, that's yep. something else. Which that was about the fourth Super Bowl. They were even cheaper when they first the Packers and the Chiefs when they played in LA, that was even cheaper than that one by that time. Yeah, I know Super on. Bowl Super Bowl two was fifty four thousand and it was less than that in one. So yeah, you're right. And 
After that, then I don't know. We'd have to look that up when it really up. Yeah, started yeah. going up. It, you know, they didn't call the first game. It was not called a Super Bowl. That no. didn't come to a couple years later. Yeah, that's right. And I think two networks broadcast that. Yes, at they the did. Same time, really? Wow, which that's was interesting. Kind of strange. Yeah, very strange. All right. Well, it's time for a short break now. The number is 312-332-3776 if you have an item you want to ask us about after the break or just tell us about. And thanks to John Bulldog Drummond and the still unbeatable Nancy Huggins. <laughs> T-U-N-H, Vince. That's right. T-U-N-H. <laughs> okay. okay, hang in there. We'll be right back. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Sponsored by ERCDelivery.com and Huggins and Scott Auctions on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemente of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions, and our producer Jake Cantu. We're on for another 10 minutes or so. If you have an item you want to ask us about value, 312-332-3776 is the number you can give us a call and we'll try to give you an idea what the value might be or if it's worth sending to a Huggins and Scott auction. Now, some other things in for the summer Huggins and Scott auction already in and listed. Things are coming in every day. They've got a ton of things up there already. The pictures will be joining them, a lot of them pretty soon also. But here's for Blackhawk fans. This is kind of interesting. There's one lot is a Patrick Kane 2007-08 Upper Deck Young Guns rookie card number 210 PSA 10 with a $300 minimum bid. And then there's also a separate one with a Jonathan Taves 2007-08 Upper Deck Young Guns rookie card number 462 PSA 10, $200 minimum bid. I mean, if you're a Blackhawk Very fan... Nice, yep. You really, that's, and those are the, that's a really good rookie card to get of them. Some of the cards can be higher if they were signed and numbered, but the, the young guns come six per box in upper deck hockey. So they're fairly short printed and those are good rookie cards to get. So if you like the Hawks, think about it. They've played on the same team for 15 years together. Yep, yep. That's kind of amazing. I wonder what the longest any two hockey players that started the same year have played together. That would be yeah. something worth I would imagine up. it's a Montreal Canadian duo of some you would, Yeah, you would probably, think, but, but like, you know, you that, know? To, yeah. to, to start the same year, that's a long time. Yep, and now sure. in, in this era where – with free agency and everything to stay the two of them that long. Now this might be the last year when it's surprising if at least one of them goes in a trade, but they're still there. So we'll see how yep. long it goes, but those are great cards to get. If For you sure. like the Hawks, great items to, to bid on. And then, um, another group, here's some other rookie cards that are in for the summer auction. Johnny Bench, 1968 Tops Rookie, number 247, PSA 9, which puts it in the upper 2.3% of all graded. So a 9 on that card isn't an easy grade. $1,500 minimum bid. Billy, does that ring a bell that you've run any 9s of the bench rookie in, in recently? 
I don't think I think that's the first nine we've run of that card. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's a tough one, and that should go big time. A Kareem rookie, Lou Alcindor, at the time he was still known as nineteen sixty nine seventy tops rookie card number twenty five. That's the bigger, taller card. SGC eight. That's a good grade on that one. Twenty five hundred dollar minimum bid. And Roberto Clemente, nineteen fifty five tops rookie, PSA six with a twenty five hundred dollar minimum bid. We got a couple callers here, so hopefully Lurch is awake to welcome in <laughs> Jeff from Montgomery, Illinois. Right. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for calling, Jeff. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, hey, I got a baseball one I got when I was a kid that uh, signed by Jose Cardinal, Bill Madlock, and Ken Fraling. Now that, for a Cub fan, is an interesting yeah. ball. I always liked Jose Cardinal. Yes. Bill Madlock was a really good hitter. Ken Fraling, I don't know. He, he was Cubs and Sox, maybe. I don't know. I think Pitcher. there's not a whole lot of value there. I think probably 50 to 100. It's a neat ball. You Maybe if you ever see enough guys at a group, you go to a reunion, try to get a team sign ball or something. I'd probably okay. add to that one. But it's a neat ball. It's, I, I especially liked Cardinal and Matt. Cardinal, Both yeah. had really good. And Cardinal, I remember he had that at the end of his bat was like Kate cut in. Yep. You remember yep. that, Vince? Yep, that he I had do. that bat. And had I a also great re- personality, very outgoing, yeah. and just made the yeah. game a lot of fun. Yeah, he had a he couple always, good years. He would always Cubs. swing at the pitch outs. He, 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 yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's, right. that's him. Yep. You're a true Cub fan, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the call. Okay, we have one more caller here. We have Tony from Shorewood. Right. What's up, Tony? Welcome. Hi, Tom. Uh, first, time, first time caller. Well, thanks hey, for calling. My, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, sure. My wife used to work for the Texas Rangers, and at the time, George Bush was the owner of the team, the 43rd president, George W. Yeah. And before he left, he gave my wife a letterman's jacket, and he signed inside of the jacket, George Ooh. W. Bush. Wow. Is there any type of value on top on, on that? There, well, I don't know how you'd say how much, Bill, but but that that has to have some good. I don't think there's many of those that hit the auction block. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a one of a kind item. It's um, gosh, I, I don't know how you would put a value on that. Um, when you what say, do you think you would letter- start it at? I, what do you say, Letterman's jacket? What do you mean? It's like a starter jacket. It's like leather sleeves. And, uh, has oh, okay. The T on the so front it, of the it's jacket. a Texas, yeah. but it's a Texas Rangers jacket. Yeah, yeah, with a big T on the front. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Gosh, I, I mean, thousands. How many thousands? I don't know. So you would yeah. maybe start it at a grand and see where it goes. I I think we would have lots of bidders if we started that at a thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty neat, Tony. Yeah. That's a that's yeah. a. Well, like we say, there's there's probably not a lot of them. Whether you like George Bush or not, there are presidential collectors, and just something like that with the tie-in with the Rangers and having that. Sign. Now, where did he sign it? On the jacket. Oh, kind of on the inside label. I believe, you know, up by the neck, there's a label on the inside oh. of the jacket. Okay. Is it personalized or just his name? 
I believe it's just his uh, signature. Yes. Oh, okay. That's even better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm take, now, take who was this for? This was the, this was your mom who worked there. This Tony? is my wife. My wife. Oh, your wife worked for the Rangers. Oh. And okay. I believe it was 1995. Wow, that's really cool. Do you have any other collectibles from that time? Uh, that yeah, any Nolan game Ryan stuff? signed baseballs. Yeah, um, that's good. A Nolan oh, Ryan that. signed or signed uh, game worn jersey would be <laughs> ideal, Tony. <laughs> any oh, that game used stuff? Like Don't have that. Used? No. Okay. Mm. Yeah, very neat. That's a great item. If you ever decided you. Want to sell it in an auction? It'd be fun to see what it goes for. That's for sure. Okay, guys, I appreciate it. All right, thanks for the call. Wow, that's a that's one. You, yep. you, you, when I came in today, I didn't think. Boy, I wonder if somebody's going to call with a Texas Rangers <laughs> signed jacket, presidential <laughs> jacket. Yeah. 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 Well, we're already at the end of a new show. Vince got some packs. If you have a business out there, you you. want to give Vince a pack, we'll mention your business. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) That was fun. And once again, Jake Cantu, great job. And thanks to John Bulldog Drummond and, and Nancy Huggins. And, of course, Bill Huggins. Check out HugginsAndScott.com. Bill, it's looking like a good auction for you. Coming up, that's for sure. And it's we're on every Saturday morning from 7 to 8. So thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll be back on next Saturday morning.